Hi, this is Abe Hefter, and welcome to You Heart to Hartford, the show that takes you inside the University of Hartford and the stories being told by the many talented people who are the University of Hartford, faculty, staff, students, and alumni, the experience and experiences they're sharing on our West Hartford campus and beyond. Joining us is Jessica Floyd, class of 2018, just three years removed from the University of Hartford. Jessica has already forged an impressive career in the media with stops at MSNBC, NBC News, and WNPR. She gained her experience with all those three organizations while still a student at UHART. Jessica went on to complete her Master's of Science in Journalism at Northwestern University, and her first position out of school was at Sinclair Broadcast Group, where she was a national field producer in Washington, D.C. Uh, Jessica joins us from D.C., where she is currently the White House producer at the Black News Channel. Jessica, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Great to be here. Now, full disclosure, Jessica was in my Fundamentals of Journalism class at the University of Hartford, uh, I think in the spring of 2017. My memory might be a bit fuzzy on that date, but my memory is as sharp as a tack when I uh, recall the passion Jessica, you had for journalism, you know, even back then. In fact, I can remember several conversations in particular uh, we had about your work as editor-in-chief for the campus publication, Heartbeat Magazine. So let's start there. And how was it that you became involved with Heartbeat? And 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 why did you get involved? Absolutely. I always was interested in expanding my opportunities with writing. It was a strong passion of mine going into the University of Hartford. Um, so it was just natural that I decided to join the magazine. Um, I had a great experience the first year working as just a writer, um, pitching stories, um, doing music reviews, and kind of like a story on what was going on on campus. And then the next year, I ended up um, running for publicist. I won the position of publicist. And then the following semester, I was um, promoted to editor-in-chief. So it was a great run with the magazine. We did a lot of great new editions. And then we also um, promoted the magazine through the BSU Fashion Show. So we had great experiences through that. And it really exposed me to kind of like taking media beyond that specific platform of like print journalism so kind of like figuring out how can I expand that. Um, so I, I also took from that like some ideas that I used in my career as a publicist with um, SKDK, a politically driven firm. And how important was it for you, especially looking back now, uh, to become involved with Heartbeat Magazine? It was instrumental. Um, Heartbeat Magazine elevated my writing. And then with that, I also got together with uh, another professor that I had that was like doing a lot of stuff with broadcast. Mm -hmm. And I kept showing him my work with Heartbeat. And I was like, I want to do something with broadcast TV. I want to do something with broadcast TV. At first, he suggested STN. And then I went to STN. I wasn't really seeing like where I could apply like the writing because it seemed like it was very video driven and mm -hmm. I wasn't quite there yet. So then I let him know and he suggested um, me taking up an opportunity that the university had just 
um, got together with a local broadcaster in the area to do. And that was um, Hartford Public Access Television. So they were looking for students to kind of help build some of the content over there. So I ended up producing, hosting, and putting together my first show actually through um, Hartford Public Access. And then that kind of served as a real for when I was um, applying for internships with NBC and uh, WMPR. All right. So you had that impressive demo reel to uh, to show and you talk about MSNBC, NBC, WNPR, all impressive station call letters, media organizations you worked for, um, interning while still a student at UHART. How did you get involved in those internships and how did you find the time? It was hard. It was hard to find the time. I also um, was part of several clubs on campus that were not always media related. Um, I did gospel choir. I was in Strong Independent Sisters. Uh, I dipped in and out of BSU and CASA. But for the most part, what was going on was I knew my class schedules and I was able to do weekend um, internships with MSNBC. So I would go down from Hartford on Friday because I didn't have Friday classes. I would leave Friday. Um, excuse me. No, I would leave Thursday and then I would arrive, um, for my internship starting Friday. And I would do that Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and then go back up to school after the internship end. Cause it would be, um, weekend mornings and then go right back into, um, classes and, and club work Monday through Thursday. You were busy. Yes. <laughs> what did you learn about yourself and what did you learn about the media uh, during those internships? It was interesting. Um, one thing that I took away from my internship with MSNBC that I feel like still applies today is print journalists really drive news. So a story sometimes could break from somebody who's a broadcast reporter, Mm -hmm. but most of the time it's the print reporters that are going to be the ones that are breaking news, like print and digital, especially in DC. This is like a news making town, news gathering town. So that's something that I started to notice as I was going through the motions of the production internship with MSNBC, Um, the way that they were gathering news, it was mainly coming from the digital platforms of NBC and then going up. Right. So that was like very key. Um, and then I also just learned how to um, utilize social media as a news gathering tool as well. What prompted you to uh, go on to graduate school at Northwestern after you uh, graduated from UHART? My degree was in um, politics and government. And then I had minors in Africana Studies, Communications, and Sociology. So I didn't feel quite comfortable diving into a job in the news industry without going through some like more formalized journalism program. Like mm-hmm. I took journalism classes here and there at UHart, but when I was at internships and I would talk with colleagues, it seemed like everybody to some extent had a degree related to journalism. So I graduated in three years from the University of Hartford and I was like, I have an extra year it's not going to kill me if I just go get a master's in journalism, um, learn some of the tricks of the trade in more depth and apply that coming out of um, the program to looking for a job. 
So that was kind of my strategy in the matter. So your first official job out of school was at Sinclair Broadcast Group, where you were a national field producer in Washington. Tell us a little bit about that position and just exactly what a national field producer does. Yeah, so almost everybody in Washington, it's like if you're a producer, for the most part, you're in the field. Um, in New York is where most of the headquarters are for show operation. And so those are the people who are going to be in a control room um, really pugging, plugging and playing with what's going on, what you're seeing on the television screen as a viewer. And D.C. producers are mainly kind of like almost operating like multimedia journalists, except they never go on camera. So we're finding out from sources what's going on um, at Sinclair. My job was mainly to run around the Capitol, get sound bites from lawmakers, ask them questions, uh, also book interviews for our correspondents, write live shots for them on what's driving the day in the mornings, and then also um, helped craft scripts for uh, packages mm -hmm. that would go on air at all the local news stations across the country. So although it was a, a local um, news organization, the way that our DC Bureau functioned, we really were producing uh, network quality news um, that would go out to those stations in mass. You've worked on the um, on the public relations side of the communications industry. Um, your position with uh, SKD Knickerbocker, for example. What was it like to work with the media, having come from the media? It definitely gave me a slight edge because I had colleagues that I could call upon and ask them, hey, are you interested in this story for a client? Um, and then it also gave me insight into what is a good pitch? Um, who would be the right person to reach out to as far as in the hierarchy of a newsroom? Instead of pitching to a reporter, it would most likely be an editor that I'd reach out to. And it was helpful to kind of have that insight. And then as well, sometimes a client might need a video scripted. So we were a full service public relations firm that specialized in politics. So it wasn't uncommon for um, one of my clients, maybe a charter school asking, hey, our principal wants to promote this program that we have through a video on social media. Do you guys think you could work up a script? No, uh, like 10 times out of 10, like everybody would kind of like turn around and look at me and be like, hey, Jessica, <laughs> <laughs> since you, you wrote scripts before this, like, do you want to take a crack at this? Mm -hmm. So. It's fun. Um, I, I liked seeing both sides of the fence as far as the media landscape, seeing people who were doing earned media right. and um, working with professionals who are seeking out sources and stories to tell. Now, your position, uh, you moved on to SKD Knickerbocker after uh, a stay with Bloomberg Television. And as it turned out, uh, you moved on to SKD Knickerbocker just before the pandemic um, yeah. You know, what were the challenges associated with that environment? There are still people who I've worked with to this day who I never met in person. But it's so funny because we're so close. Like, mm. even like this week, um, folks were chatting with me on Instagram. Like, hey, how's the new job? Oh, do you listen to this song? So even though we didn't get to like meet in person, we're still very, very close, tight knit group. Mm -hmm. Worked out very well. And we talk about stories. So 
you know, there's things that are related to what I'm doing with the White House as far as education, um, criminal justice. And I've had clients in those those fields where they'll reach out to me from our client groups and say, hey, Jess, remember so-and-so? Like, do you think that this is something that you'd be interested in because they're spearheading this next week? So although it was virtual, I didn't really feel an absence of presence there. Like we did virtual coffees together. Um, Phone calls were like infinite. And then one night we did a virtual happy hour. Um, (laughs) And that was great. And they also, they threw me like a virtual party when I was leaving the firm. Jessica, it would seem you have some politics in your blood. So as an intern, you worked in Senator Chuck Schumer's office. Uh, You've done some work in the uh, political uh, arena um, in your uh, position at SKD Knickerbocker, as you mentioned. And uh, in your current capacity at the Black News Channel in Washington, D.C., you are a White House producer. So is politics a passion of yours? Absolutely. I really am a political junkie and a political animal in my own right. It's something that I wake up and I'm thinking about constantly, even in conversations that aren't necessarily politically driven, I still see the political angle in in it all. So I'm all the more happier to been able to be in so many different facets of politics, whether it's covering politics shaping policy through um, public engagement and awareness or advocating on behalf of organizations. I mean, even in um, Hartford, I was at first working with AARP Connecticut Mm -hmm. as an advocacy intern. So there's just been a lot of exposure and it's definitely something that I'm extremely passionate about. And I want to be able to tell so many stories about where I've been and when I've been there in a moment in history, almost like Forrest Gump. Right. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, in Washington in 2016, the summer before Donald Trump's election, and then just as the um, federal shutdown was going on 2019, I was in D.C. covering that. So mm-hmm. there's been so many twists and turns to our modern history that I've been fortunate enough to be able to either be present for or cover. What advice uh, can you offer to UHART School of Communication students when it comes to, you know, scoring that first big break, uh, that first job as you did in your case with the Sinclair Broadcast Group? It was it was not easy by any stretch of the imagination. I honestly, I think my first big break was really MSNBC. Okay. That as an intern, correct? Yes, as an intern. And how I went about going through the internship, like application processes, I was looking for all sorts of workarounds. I joined a few like media organizations that I knew gave out directories. Right. And with the directories, once I got them, I would create like my own media list of who I wanted to reach out to. And I would create like a template email to introduce myself, send a clip of my work and my resume and say, hey, I'm looking at this position at your organization. Um, I see you have it open. 
I would love to sit down and talk to somebody if you know the right person um, that could get me started. I probably sent out like 200 emails Mm -hmm. before I ever got like a video um, interview invite from MSNBC. And I, I got a few from CNN as well. And I would just go to the career services office. Like every time there was um, one particular person who I always worked with and we would go through like a series of mock interviews over and over and over before I would ever open the link to take my video interview. And I think that really made the difference and helped me um, articulate why I should be picked Mm -hmm. and why I stand out. And then it eventually stuck and I was able to get through the door. Where do you see yourself in five years? Gosh, I literally just, like, I'm in the middle of applying to adopt a dog down here in D.C. A beagle. And that was one of the questions I just answered. (laughs) Like, (laughs) beyond home ownership, by the grace of God, like I'm, I'm just really going wherever the world takes me as far as uh, career wise, because I, I, I always wanted to be a White House producer. I always wanted to be part of the White House press corps, but I didn't think it would ever come to me that soon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I feel like every job that I took, I always would say, oh, like, I don't know what's next because this is kind of like where I wanted to be. Would you say that... Um you know, having that kind of um, open mind or flexibility um, would be important for for graduates as they look at the job landscape, particularly as it relates to the media. Absolutely. But open-mindedness with a tinge of strategy mm-hmm. because sometimes, and I, I noticed this as far as like internships, there, there was a moment when I had a array of internships that I could continue on with MSNBC or NBC News with. And they were like, you can stay with Weekend Team on the MSNBC side, the cable side, and you can do these shows. Or if you want, you can take on today's show, get something, a different experience and do this. And then they also offered me a, a digital internship, I believe. So when you have options like that, you have to also consider what are you trying to achieve? What are you hoping to be the next step that this um, kind of like is a stepping stone to? I'm not saying like just get your foot through the door because sometimes it could feel like you just need to like get a big name on the resume or just get your foot through the door. But does it get you closer to what your end goal is, is always something that like I'm like the open mindedness about because there's a lot of sidestepping in media also. It's not always going to be a lateral like jump. Like right. you're going from, like in my case, I went from national field producer to um, production assistant. Title-wise, that's a step down. Right. But I was going from a local news group to a, a main network in New York, and I was getting control room experience that I really, really wanted. So there's a lot of uh, strategy behind it all. Yes. So it's not just like moving at a whim, like, oh, I got this offer. Like, I'm just going to like take it. It, It's also like, is this getting me closer to the end goal? Like in DC, I knew there were no control rooms. And at first when I was like coming out of grad school, my, my thing was I wanted to be a line producer. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be calling the shots in the control room. DC has very limited control rooms. I need to get back to New York somehow. So that was a title that was like a downgrade, but it also got me 
in the control room, getting the experience I want and getting me closer to that step of line producer. But then the pandemic hit and I Things changed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because that was something that we were also covering for months before it really impacted the United States right. um, because Bloomberg is a very international company. I was seeing the impacts of the pandemic in Asia for our programming every day to the point where like two months before we even did anything, I refused to go on the subway. I was walking from um, uh, 60th street all the way down to 14th street to catch a ride home with my dad. So things like that, just seeing ahead what's going on and even being able to read the tea leaves of the, the situation we're in is something that's important. And with that, I was like, okay, I know I need to find something where I'll have job security if, if things shut down. Jessica Floyd, class of 2018, already a media veteran, uh, currently plying her craft at the Black News Channel as a White House producer. Uh, Jessica, while we go from the classroom to talking about the newsroom, uh, thank you for joining us. It's been great to catch up to you again. Absolutely. Always great talking with you. Production assistance for You Heart to Hartford is provided by University of Hartford undergraduate students Drew Simino and Josh Fromowitz. I'm Abe Hefter.